Welcome to the In Your 20s podcast, where we figure out what the f- we're doing in our 20s. Episode number one. Hello, everyone. My name's Tina with an H Ogalo, and this episode is about all things travel because I know that as soon as this pandemic is over, everyone is going to be getting on buses, trains, flights, planes, everything. I mean, cautiously, of course, and getting their butts out of wherever they're quarantined. Which is why I thought it'd be a great idea to bring for my first guest, one of my closest friends, Joey Uchi, who is truly the travel king. During our talks, we talk about the best ways to travel both domestically and internationally, as well as how to save for these trips because uh, traveling internationally is a little expensive. So Joey shows us the best ways in order to, you know, get the most bang for your buck, as well as a bunch of other things. And also, since it's my first episode, I'm not gonna lie, the audio is okay. Okay, it's not that, it's not great, but it's not terrible. But did it give me nightmares? Without a doubt. I literally called Joey saying, we might have to redo this entire thing. And he goes, are you sure? I feel like it sounds fine. And then I talked to another friend and he was just like, Tina, no, don't do it. If you're really proud of the conversation, just post it and who cares? And that is what I'm doing. I'm posting it and saying, who cares? Because Uh, What I want this podcast to be about is I want it to be candid and I want it to be raw and for you guys to learn things from the guests that come on here and us re-recording an episode is not the best way to go about that and it's really inauthentic and I want to be as raw with you guys as possible. So yeah, that is the only thing I will say about the audio and you'll never hear me talk about it again and hopefully it'll get better as time goes on. So for now, I'm going to stop rambling and we're just going to hit the ground running. Hello, hello. Hi, Joey. Hello. Guys, okay, before I even, like, start talking about this episode and introducing Joey, we just had the funniest thing happen to us. We were maybe three minutes into um, this recording, and Joey's dad pulled up to their house, and, like, Joey just got completely cut off from the recording because it connected to his dad's Bluetooth or something like that. Yeah, that was literally crazy. I kept talking, so I talked for maybe five minutes. So <laughs> love that. And he's over here saying, like, yeah, uh, this is Joe's father. And I was like, oh, hi, Mr. Uchi. And he's like, yeah, uh, I don't think you meant to talk to me. And I was like, nope, so we're going to fix this. But, I mean, that's just, like, how our friendship works. Something is always happening or going on. And this would be the perfect time for me to introduce my one of my closest, bestest friends in the entire world, Joey Uchi. Joey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So for Super his- excited. Yeah, I'm so like happy to have you, especially you're my first guest. And the reason why I was like, okay, I should probably have Joey is because Joey and I have go back so many years since first grade, basically. Yeah, it's so funny. I can't be- like, it's so weird to talk about that because we've just, we've gotten so much closer as the time progressed. Yeah, this friendship's running on what? I, I truly can't do math. I'm a journalism major for a reason. But I think 14 <laughs> years? Longer than that. Yeah, definitely longer than that. Yeah, I think Crazy. we're past the 15 mark. But um, the reason why I wanted to have Joey on the podcast was because, first of all, he's one of the most hardworking people I've ever met in my life. He, his work ethic is undeniable. He's also... Stop it. <laughs> he's social. He's fun to be <laughs> around. And he is honestly one of the best travel buddies to have when you're going on a trip. But... I could ramble about Joey for so long. So, Joey, you want to take it away? Introduce yourself a little? 
Yeah, so my name's Joey. Uh, my last name's Uchi, so Gucci without the G. I always <laughs> have to express it as that way. But I guess a little bit about me. So I'm 22 years old. I'm from Sickleville, New Jersey. So the same area that Tina's from, like we said, we grew up together. But I moved to Philadelphia um, in 2016 to start college at Drexel University. So I'm currently in my fourth year out of five years, um, majoring in marketing. So Drexel's a little bit weird. So that's why it's a five year program. But I'm graduating a little bit early in December of 2020. Um, like Tina said, I, Tina is absolutely a tryhard and <laughs> a really hard worker as well, just like me. So we've definitely both had our runs, our run-throughs of internships and like professional experiences. So for me, I've worked at Comcast. My was my first internship in the community impact department. Um, and then I left and I went to SAP, which is a software company. And I worked in North America marketing there, um, which I absolutely loved. And then I wanted to go back to Comcast because they're really close to media, which is kind of what I want to do post-graduation. So kind of also what Tina wants to do. So it's pretty funny that we are so alike. But with Comcast, I wanted to work closely with the content, so TV and like movies and things like that and video. So I uh, joined their video entertainment services department on the content strategy and partnerships team. So I got oh to work gosh, directly Joey, with that is, that is such a mouthful. How did you not trip up I know. on that? You know why? Because I've been interviewing and I have like to explain it to people all the time that it's kind of just like a quote. Like it's literally like I know exactly what I'm going to say it's like every, and things like that. You don't even need your resume. We just need to like quick I, play and we know you. <laughs> I know this is like a. Uh, am going to start playing this like for my res like when I have an interview, I'm just going to play the sound. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty much me. And that's kind of my goals is to work in media like you. So hopefully we'll end up together one day. But um, outside of work and um, professional and like student life and things like that, um, I do have obviously some hobbies. So I love amusement parks and I love going to them. Six Flags, I used to literally go every time, like multiple times a week. He's not exaggerating. I never (laughs) went to Six Flags with him and our friends because I actually hate roller coasters. They are not (laughs) fun for me. But she would literally cry. I honestly would. I'd be the bag girl. I would just hold everyone's bags when we'd go. We also went to Disney World for senior trips. So like that was just a lot in general. But yes, he loves his amusement parks. I do. Um, so now I've kind of grown to love like TV and movies too. So I do spend a lot of time like investing in those types of things. Um, but outside of that, I obviously really love traveling, um, which is kind of one of the reasons why I'm here today too. So it all started really when I studied abroad in um, summer of 2017. That's kind of where I got my like kick into that. And I was still underage at that time, like of the legal drinking age. So I really liked going around like internationally when I was abroad. Yeah. But when I came back here and turned 21, um, it's really kind of when I started traveling to the US. And now it's on my bucket list to go to all 50 states, like at least one city. It's on and my driving through too. them does not count. Driving through does not count. You have to at least like do something there or eat something. So if I go, so what you're saying is if I go to somewhere in the Midwest, I can't even think of a state like Idaho. Is that, I don't even know. If I go, I really Idaho, don't know. I was going to say, I don't know geography, even though I love travel, <laughs> I literally do not know geography. If I go somewhere, let's say like South Dakota and I go to a waffle house, which I would hope that South Dakota has a waffle house that counts as me visiting the state well like you have to kind of do like an excursion or something, <laughs> something <laughs> an excursion cool like of that. some sort like eating okay i mean eating wasn't really a good thing so like you i don't know like i don't know that's it's kind of tricky but i wouldn't count that because you're still driving through and just stopping to get something to eat that's true all right so let's just get to the rundown and like the grit of it cool. first so how many countries have you been to and how many states have you been to i have been to oh my gosh i have to look at my list let's see <laughs> do you have like the I've list on to- your phone Yeah, so I've been to, when I studied abroad, I went to 10 countries, and I've been, and 17 cities. That's all within that, um, like, two, I think it was three months. 
Um, or no, actually, it was only two months, two months studying abroad. Which and is I crazy because when I studied abroad, well, like interned abroad. So I went the summer after Joey and I was in London and I was I went to how many countries? I think I went to four countries, like, but England is included <laughs> in that. So those are right. two completely different numbers. Right. So total, though, I've been to 16, 16 countries and 18 states. Oh, my God. Like in the U.S. Yeah, so now that's where I'm at now. That is wild. So, okay. Yeah. Out of, like, all the places that you've been to, what is it like traveling in the U.S. as compared to, let's say, somewhere like Europe? Right. So I think the really cool thing about Europe, and this is kind of cool, like, you actually feel, well, yeah. So in Europe, every place that you go to, it's going to be, be completely different. Like, obviously, France is very different from London, which is very different from Greece, which is very different from Amsterdam and um, Dublin and, like, things like that. So everywhere there is like completely different like the way they act the languages they speak um, how long the culture. restaurants are open exactly like just like the culture in general is just so different where in the u.s like i mean obviously we have like opposing views and like the south is different than the north which is different than the west and like weather and things like that but um everything's still very common like at least it's easier to understand and like every like the u.s as a whole has like the same kind of guidelines and obviously like laws and things like that <laughs> Yeah, that's totally understandable. I remember because think about just here in New Jersey, whenever I'm hungry, if I'm hungry at midnight or like one in the morning, I can just drive to Wawa. Literally. And for when I was in um, Dublin, which honestly, the group that I was with, they did not like Dublin at all. And I loved that city. I want to go back. I like Dublin. I want to go to Ireland and spend a week or two weeks there just because the people were so nice. But you could not get a meal past eight o'clock places were closing down and not letting people in at 8 p.m which for a lot and it was a weekend but in the u.s right. that's primed dinner time it, it's a saturday night mm-hmm. so it's kind of just crazy how those things work out but you know a lot of people when they're in their 20s they want to travel you don't have as many responsibilities you're not latched down with let's say your family if you have little kids things like that for most yeah. people at least so how often would you say you travel um, so like I said, so most of those, uh, countries and things like that and cities internationally were all like when I was abroad. So I was traveling every weekend and I specifically did save a lot of money cause I knew that I planned to go abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that I wanted to travel every weekend cause obviously it's so expensive to go from the U S to Europe and travel around there. So I knew that once you're there, it's super cheap to fly country to country. So I kind of wanted to take advantage of that. So I wanted to go as many places as I could at once. So that way, like, Amsterdam is like the only place that I would go to in the Netherlands where like I I avoided going to Italy because I want to go to multiple places in Italy. So kind of taking those things into consideration. But now being back in the U.S. and traveling the U.S. a lot, I've been trying to target or I guess in 2019, I did this. I went to a different city every single month, which is um, crazy. Yeah. But I think what's really interesting is too, like, it's not like the way I do it is I look for cheap places that are not going to cost a lot of money. And if you go to, if you find friends that are willing to go with you and splitting like an Airbnb that holds like a, a, a low amount and you don't have to be directly in the city. So I think those are all ways that you can save money, but, and still kind of travel, but like even like places that you drive. So like I was never in Connecticut and my friend offered me to go to Connecticut with her, just things like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you hit on the point of money and saving money and whatnot. So also when I say that Joey Uchi 
is a freaking money-saving connoisseur. Connoisseur, I don't Mm -hmm. even know how to say it. He truly is. When did your money-saving habits really start? I would say that my money-savings probably started when I got my first internship. So at Drexel, we worked full-time for 40 hours per week for six months in our like school year. And I think that's when I really learned like, cause that's when I started getting a lot of money. So that's definitely when I started because I knew that I wanted to graduate. I'm paying for my all, all of my own tuition and things like that. So I kind of knew that I wanted to not graduate with a lot of loans. Cause I do want to buy a house while I'm young instead of waiting until later. Cause I think paying rent is kind of a waste. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to start saving up um, at a young age so that way I can start paying off my tuition without having to take out loans. So that definitely helped. And then obviously becoming an RA that pays my tuition, or I'm sorry, not my tuition, my rent and my meal plan, as well as like a small stipend every month. So kind of just saving money here and there. But I also like when I go on vacations and I go to new cities, like I'm willing to spend money there. So trying to save money while I'm at home and like knowing, oh, like I don't need to eat out this time. Like I can hold off. Yeah. Um, or I don't need to buy 10 drinks at the club. Like, let me just stick to like one or two, or I'm not going to go to a club that has, that I have to pay cover for. Like just things like that. Like here and there, like being able to, or like not buying coffee every day or every few days. I'm just trying to save not a little bit of money here and there. Not coffee every day is literally a lifesaver coming from someone who absolutely hates coffee. I like mm-hmm. avoid coffee at all costs. I always don't want to drink it, but let's say like you get one paycheck or something about how much would you say that you're saving or your what percentage would you be putting into your savings account or travel bank account? I think, I think that, so for me, I save literally about like probably 75% of it. Um, 75% well, of your well, paycheck? Also like, I'm making, I was making like pretty good money because it was 40 hours a week. So like, I'm thinking like in a, like in a regular, like part-time job, I would probably say at least try to save 50% and then budget yourself based on that. Okay. That makes sense because you know, like, which is awesome for Drexel because Drexel has this, the co-op program where you guys are making, you know, a good amount of money as compared to someone like me who I'm going to be working maybe 16, sometimes 24 hours within the week if I'm lucky. And that's for what, 10 weeks, maybe 12. And yours is what, like three, four months? Six months. Six months. Oh my gosh. Okay. So (laughs) that's really great for you. Yeah. And also in terms of just that, do you ever invest? Like, are you a stock person? So I haven't put a lot of money into the stock market. I feel like I don't know a lot more about it. I should have probably paid attention more in like finance or like stock (laughs) whatever whatever class it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I do depend on my dad for some of those situations. But so I've kind of been lucky in that way, but I definitely do like recommend to so, like having like a little bit of money in the bank. I've always, every once in a while, I will give my dad um, a few hundred or like a thousand to invest, but it's not really going to pay off in, until a lot of years. So like, even though I put in a few thousand at this point, he says like, it just needs to like lay there until the stock market grows mm-hmm. within a few years, actually like 10, 15, 20 years. So it's, that's only like, uh, I would only really recommend that as you start to come to come into money. That makes sense. And also I just, you know, the only way that you make money is when you do have a job. And I know for me, when it comes to being in a job or like whether I'm new or I could be there for two weeks to two and a half months. And I will always be nervous to approach my boss. I will get anxiety attacks. I will push off asking them anything for as long as I possibly can. So when it comes to when you're planning these trips, like literally, how do you go about it? How do you approach your boss? Do you tell them before you book after how email in person? What is that like? Um, So I think 
bosses are very understanding and they know that we're students too and we're students first. Um, so I think that, well, for me at least, I, I'll book and then I will tell them after that. But I do not wait like a week in advance or two weeks in advance. As soon as I book, I go in and tell them that I'm going here at this time. Um, and sometimes I ask, oh, what are you doing there? And then I'll just tell them I'm just going out of leisure. Like, and then that's it's kind of a cool conversation because then it sparks up like the, oh, I'm trying to go to all 50 states and like visit a city in every state. And it's kind of like, oh, well, I've been here and this is where you can go. And like recommendations start coming up. So I think that bosses are very understanding in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think that you should limit your travel because of a job or something like that. I mean, if you've missed a lot of days, then that's a different story. But I think that you should always be willing to travel and like have fun and don't worry about what a boss is going to think. Yeah. But and you even once. Oh, I'm sorry to put you off, but like you also you said, go. you know, we are students. So I know for my internship, I was going to the seminar with Joey. Well, it, I guess it was a conference. Yeah. A, a, conference. a conference in Detroit. And so me, Joey and our friend Sal, we all ended up there and we stayed um in a random hotel together. But mm -hmm. I, I say hotel because it was actually like, it it was a it was a it was basically like a roadside house <laughs> that was somehow turned into a hotel but it did have the free food and stuff free and food. we got drinks at the front we literally got the drinks at the front desk and asked for a vodka spray and it was literally 98 percent vodka and like a dab of spray i almost threw up when i took a sip <laughs> that's how you get your bang for your buck but then traveling. you have tina who who slurped the whole thing down <laughs> two different types of people literally two different types i'm guys if, hey, if it's cheap, it's for me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't even remember wh what we were talking about before I said that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's an argument oh, with me and Jay. We both are... Going to the conferences. Like, going, like, traveling. Oh, yeah. So, and, like, let's say that boss. you're not... Um, that you're not a student because when I was going to that conference, I was a student and my boss was like, this is a great educational time. I am not going to hinder you from going at all. But let's say, you know, you're 25 and you're out of school. I mean, obviously, we're both 22, so... It's going to be different for us, but hey, like, I mean, depending on how this whole job market thing turns out by the end of 2020, I may or may not be without a job. Do you think that bosses will still be lenient as long as it's not during, you know, the most hectic time of the year? You're saying like outside of being a student? Yeah. Yeah, I still, I mean, you, if your P, your respect, like if you have PTO or even not PTO, I mean, I think that if you're in like a really like uh, busy time at work, then I think it's understandable to not like for um, your bosses to not be accept like accept it. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, PTO is literally pay time off is literally like you get that and you deserve it and you're allowed to use it and should be allowed to use it whenever you want. Um, and I even think like if it causes too many issues with a manager or something like that's something that you should go to HR for because that's something that you earned and you should be able to use whenever you want. And I stand by that so much because, you know, at the end of the day, we're not we're not living to just work for our entire lives. Exactly. Experience life, go see different things, meet new people, see these incredible monuments and stuff that we've never even like thought we'd ever see. Like guys, I'm telling you right now, the Eiffel Tower, you think it's big, but then once you see it in person, <laughs> I can second that. It's, oh my gosh, I just, cause some places are kind of underwhelming. Buckingham Palace, I was a little underwhelming, not gonna lie. I didn't even make it there, and I lived in London for four weeks, so. <laughs> well, you were doing it wrong. That's all I'm gonna I know. say. But also, when it comes, to, you were also talking about traveling in terms of, you're not just taking flights, you're taking road trips, you're taking the train, you're finding the cheapest ways. But through all these experiences that you've had, what are some tips that you've learned, whether it be, what are the best days to book a flight? What apps do you use? Things like that. 
Yeah, so um, I the number one app that I use, well, for, for staying places, I definitely use Airbnb. Um, I think like one that shows you a bunch of different places and you can also put in your dates and also like it'll it'll give you direct like rates and things like that. And you can you know how many people to kind of try and get on a trip based on like what Airbnb you want to stay in and things like Wait, that. So do you book you so you book you, where you're going to stay before you book your flight? I do not. I always book my flight oh, first, okay. but I was just saying like that's the app I use for Got it. Like, like where I'm going to stay. But for for flights, I use this app called Hopper. You can put in a destination where you want to go um, and you can choose a, like specific dates. Like if you know you let's just say you want to go over Labor Day weekend or something, you can put in those dates and watch. You can watch like that flight or like that the destination and those dates. Um, and it'll give you alerts when um, that flight is going to be the cheapest or like when there's a really cheap flight for that time. Um, but also like so let's just say this is what I've always done because I kind of have flexibility when I'm on co-op because I can just take off whatever days I need to. Yeah. Um, and I don't have classes all the days. So I'll just put in. So like, let's just say I'm going to go. It doesn't matter what month I go. I'm going to try and go from either January to March at some point. Okay. So I'll put in January to March and I want to go to, I've never been to LA. So I'll put in LA. I can't believe you've never been to LA. I've been to LA. I know. LA. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I know. I literally, I haven't been West coast and I was going to go this summer for Seattle, uh, Amazon in Seattle, but now that's virtual, so it's it's ruining my plans. <laughs> it's ruining a lot of things, I'll tell you that. I know. Um, but so you can put in like the three month range in LA and then it'll look over those entire three months. And you can also set how many days you want to be there. So like you can make it four days to I think like eight or nine days or something like that. But it'll like notify you like, oh, LA is very cheap this day, and it's like a uh $150 flight or something like that, which is really cheap for LA. Um, that's kind of how I've booked all of my trips. So like I never really wanted to go to Atlanta very much, but, or like, oh, I, I like obviously I, I wanted to go to Georgia and knock it off my list yeah. as a state that I need to visit, but I never really wanted to go to Atlanta specifically, but there was literally a flight for $70 and I was like, okay, well, I still need to go to Atlanta and I, and Georgia's obviously the, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I was backwards. <laughs> I still need to go to Georgia and Atlanta's obviously the place I'm going to go there. So let's book this now. And my friends were, were up for it and we, we got to go there. Oh gosh, guys, they were up for it, but little did they know the trip that they were going to have in Atlanta. This is the, it was only our friend group. It's what, like, I think less than 10 of us that we're like really close with. Yep. And Joey and two of our other friends, they went to Atlanta. I was in London already at that time. So I had no idea what was going on. But let me tell you, this trip is just forsaken or something. It is yeah. the trip from hell because whenever anyone mentions the word Atlanta, it's like a trigger. It's a trigger word. Yeah. In chat. Just to get you, like, to inform you guys a little bit, the day we were supposed to get on our flight, um, we got an email from Airbnb saying that our, our Airbnb host canceled on us. And it was this whole complicated thing. And then we ended up with this really dirty <laughs> um, Airbnb. And we got a cleaning for my friends, pushed two chairs, two wooden chairs together to sleep on. It was just this whole thing. But the trip turned out well. And I mean, I ended up having fun. I mean, they like to t like we like to say it's like this nightmare, but we really did have fun and a lot of laughs. So. Yeah. And you guys went to a baseball game over there, which was beautiful. Oh, yeah, that was super fun. Yep. I saw so many pictures of the sun setting while um, they were there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, why? <laughs> why am I in Europe right now when I can go to a baseball game and I don't even like baseball? <laughs> That's how pretty it was. And then as far as, you know, when you're getting to your destination, you know, packing check bags, you bring a check bag. Um, so I, so this is my big thing. I always pack as lightly as possible. So flying like, oh, that's the other thing. Like always try and fly cheap. Like, yeah, like no one likes to fly spirit or fly frontier, but okay. to get these cheap flights and go to more places, like 
take the hit and fly tea. First of all, I do not understand why everyone is so upset or annoyed or just does not like Spirit because all of the flights that I have taken from the East Coast to the West Coast have been with Spirit. Spirit, the landings are smooth. Nothing is bad about them. You want to hear about a bad landing? Try out Delta because then you'll feel your insides turn like upside down or whatever. All right. You must have had one crazy experience because with Spirit and even Frontier, it's like you're like standing up and like you're glued to a wall. <laughs> like that's like how it feels like you're sitting on a piece of cardboard. It does not. Okay. Maybe I'm just so. But also, you don't get pizza. you don't get any free snacks. You don't get any free drinks and stuff for like three, water. It's a four hour flight. You just bring the water from the airport. I don't know. Maybe um, I'm just so cheap in general. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, but great. I just assume I want some like a little bit of pampering. <laughs> but no, like I said, fly cheap. But to answer your question, I do not ever try and bring a bag like if i can i will um pack a backpack and like because that counts as a personal item which every airline allows if i know i'm going to be there for more than like a few days or like a weekend um what the smartest thing is because so let's just say for frontier at least i know like the bags are like 40 dollars each way which is obviously a lot of money for if you're going with like four people so get one big suitcase like a, a big big one because the the big big one is going to be the same price as the like carry-on and check checked bags for um frontier are the same price both 40 dollars. so have everyone in your party put all their clothes in one big suitcase and then it's only 40 dollars that you can split among all of you see and that's the only thing that i will never do i cannot share bags because i'm such an overpacker like packing lightly to me i i went on a trip recently and it was what four or five days i started when i was first started packing i originally packed 10 pairs of shoes and I did all I needed was a pair of flip-flops a pair of heels and my boots because when I don't wear sneakers and I bring my boots with me everywhere no matter what temperature it is and my friends are like Tina you are actually insane you you are literally insane but I was like you never know what might happen who knows maybe we're gonna go <laughs> dancing maybe we're gonna go to a concert especially with you I never know what's gonna happen so. well yeah usually we don't like make an itinerary things like that that was what happened in Atlanta too like we didn't plan anything so we got there and we we're like okay what are we gonna do and like we had to look up a bunch of stuff we went to the coke factory went to an aquarium like we were literally doing the most random things See, and that's the only thing that I've realized that I like it I like itineraries because you don't need to have it jam-packed but if you just have these are the three things that I want to do this day and the three things I want to do that day and especially just knowing the area because when I went to LA the first time, um, me and my friend, Sydney, we listed out all the places that we wanted to go to. And the thing is with LA, it's kind of, you just walk really quick, you see everything, and then you're on to the next place. And first of all, right. LA is such a like healthy city, but no one walks, which is so mind boggling <laughs> to me. That is a rant on its own. But we were able to get everything done on our itinerary within a day and a half. And we were still there wow. for another three-ish, I think we were there for another three days. So right. You're like, what do we do? And the thing is, you can go to as many eateries or whatever as possible, but sometimes you just want to chill. So I think there was one day where we kind of just sat back, relaxed, watched movies, hung out with um, one of my friends. Because honestly, guys, if you can, if you ever have a friend in the city that you want to visit, doesn't matter if you're not even that close with them, just go. Like you can become more close, and then you have a memory with that person. And they're they like people love to show off like the city that they live in now and things like that. So like they'll love to like show you around and stuff. So I think that's also like a good point to point out too. Yeah, because you never know. And plus they can introduce you to their friends and then you have this whole entire crew that whenever you're right. going to this place, you have you can stay with them, which that's just another part of being, you know, 
I guess, I don't want to say social, but it's networking, but not in the professional setting. <laughs> <laughs> I would still, hey, I would still call it networking. That's like, I've like tra- tra- wanted to travel the US and like I, I follow people like oh, the gays follow the gays like, <laughs> everywhere. I don't know why. It's just a thing. <laughs> but um, I follow gays like all over the country and stuff. So like I literally want to, like I haven't done, well, I haven't really done this, but I want to just like message someone in like Chicago because I haven't been there yet. I really just want to message someone I know there and be like, yo, can I stay with you for like a weekend or something? Yeah, why not? Honestly, I'm saying, yeah, why not? But I know for a fact, if there is someone <laughs> random that I, because I also follow a bunch of just random people on Instagram, I, there's right. no way I could just <laughs> reach out to them and say, hey, I know that, you know, we're not close. We don't really talk or like anything of that nature, not even on a friend's basis, but can I just crash at your place? If someone said that to me, <laughs> I'd say, are you out of your damn mind? What are Literally. You saying? I know, I know. But that's when it, it goes down to just feeling it out. So... Joey, I have a few more questions for you. They're kind of quickie ones, but um, okay. first of all, what's one place besides Chicago that you have not been to that you want to go and not LA you, either? Nationally or internationally? Oh, uh, give us both. Okay. Nationally, um, one of my top places is, so uh, Chicago's right now is my number one. I do have two other ones. Um, so I would definitely say um, the Grand Canyon. So like, I guess, I don't even know where that is. I know it's like in a bunch of different states, I think, if I'm correct. Um, but our, like, well, I want to go to like Arizona and the Grand Canyon there is, I think it's by Phoenix, yeah. but I don't know. You think, yeah. People don't grind, don't, please don't grind me up if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, the other place I want to go is Austin, Texas. So I've wanted to go to Austin, um, not, I'm sorry, I wanted to go to Texas and obviously there's multiple big cities. So like Dallas, Houston, um, and Austin and but I've definitely heard that Austin's like the most fun one and like that's the one it's, that's gay friendly so oh. and like really young and stuff like that so definitely one of my top ones now it's too. very so I went to Texas I've been to Texas once and it was literally I landed in the Austin airport I was where I was staying you could see the Austin skyline but since I was there oh, for wow. work I right. never got the chance to go because then on my my last day of the trip it was supposed to be my off day but then my boss ended up moving up my flight and it was like oh this this is not what i wanted which sucks. No. but yeah that's awesome definitely austin it's very it's like hippie i don't well i don't say hippie, right. but it's just very modern there's so many different types of people in that one right. city yeah that's what i've heard so I, that's definitely one of my top places too now all right and what's one place that you've been to that you probably won't be going back to anytime soon nationally or internationally let's do both oh and you didn't even do internationally for uh, right, right. international place that i want to go um i would say um italy because like i said i did hold off on that when i was abroad last time um but i have so many places i want to hit like rome and venice and um where else oh amalfi coast and things like that so definitely italy is my top one for that um and then so places I don't, I wouldn't go back to internationally locate. It's Paris. Um, so Paris. <laughs> what? Everyone loves. Everyone literally loves Paris. Blah blah blah. But I lived there for four weeks. Like that was one of the places I actually studied. Um, and it's a lot to be there for a long amount of time. Really. Um, the, like they say, I personally, I I haven't really had the best experience with the people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely why. And also, I'm a big partier and lo- love to go out to bars and things like that. And it's really expensive to do there. The only thing that was good about it was, um, well, one, I eat a baguette every single day, <laughs> and it was only like one euro. So love that. But second, and the champagne um, is cheap. People. Yes, the champagne is. My champagne was literally two euros, and me and my friends would just get a bottle, or we would all get our own bottle and stuff like that, and just go sit in front of the Eiffel Tower on the lawn and just drink all night. I was so there that for, was really fun, but no party. I was there for forty-eight hours, and I kid you not, the amount of champagne that I consumed and cheese. Oh, I was in heaven, truly in heaven. 
And what's one place really in the, the U.S. that you probably would not want to go back to anytime? Um, I would probably say, even though, like I, we said that Atlanta was a horror story, I would go back there because I thought it was fun. Um, I would say, oh my gosh, what was I just going to say? <laughs> I literally blanked you, out. Here, okay, let me think of the places that you visited. You've been to Colorado. You've been yes. to Connecticut. Yeah. You've been to, he's literally been all over. Oh, oh wait, I know, I know, I know, sorry. Um, I would not go back to Detroit. Okay. I, I feel like say, there's yeah. not much to do there. Um, and the city is still very up and coming. So maybe in like 20 years, 20? Or like 10, 15 years, <laughs> 10 or 15 years, maybe I would go back, but not anytime soon. He's, but I'm excited to see what they continue to do there and like what companies move there to kind of build it up. He went from 20. And once I said that's an exaggeration, he said 10, 15, as if that was any less. <laughs> that's a lot less. Oh, but I, w- I will agree, though. I mean, yes, we were there for a conference, but even walking the streets at night, it was, and we were in any sort of bad area of the city at all. Right. We were downtown. Yeah, but it was still so empty on a weekend. It was dead completely. And yeah. that's so crazy to me because, I mean, growing up near Philly and then obviously I'm closer to New York now. It's just, I'm always, I'm so used to always seeing people in the city, no matter right. what city. So I don't want to say that I agree with you for Detroit because I can't even think of any of the other cities I visited, but right. I would say it's probably in a few years time. I definitely want to go back. And Hey, honestly, hmm. at that conference that we went to, I got to see the chain smokers live. So, <laughs> and Normani, don't forget about Normani. Don't sleep on yeah, her. And Normani. So I am not. And I met a boyfriend for the weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> Thanks Detroit. Get us started on that. But Joey, thank you <laughs> so, so much for hopping on this call with me, basically, for the podcast. So thank you for having me. Me and Joey are obviously, we're not in the same place recording right now because we... Social distancing. Exactly. And we're practicing it. And we hope you guys are too. But Joey, if there's anywhere that anyone could find you or wants to hear some more stories from you, what would that be? Where can they find you? Yeah, um, so I'm definitely very big on my Instagram. So feel free to reach out to me there. It's at Joey Uchi, J-O-E-Y-U-C-C-I. Um, feel free to hit me up, give me a follow and yeah. That's awesome. Or, and, and follow my journeys of traveling and things like that. Yes, because literally whenever I don't know where to go, the first person I'm asking like all the time is Joey without a doubt. So yay. Thank you, Joey. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the In Your 20s podcast. Uh, Be sure to follow us at In Your 20s. That's 20s with an Y-S at the end, not I-E-S, because we're trendy and quirky on this podcast. Are we, though? I can't believe I just said trendy, like, out loud. (laughs) That's so cringe. But yeah, my name's Tino Gallo, and can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.